0: One podcast. Now is the time to take action. Now is the time to do more and be more. <laughs> <laughs> so, I rocked my uh, Canadian tuxedo today for a reason. One, because the next season of yellowstone is coming out soon uh, too because i know that my wife loves this outfit (laughs) and she is the guest on the podcast today so i'm bringing on again the mrs smith danny my wife to talk about all kinds of stuff today uh her wheelhouse or her wheelhouse at the gym and her specialty is nutrition uh fuel was what we like to call it because we really believe that the fuel uh, fuel is what you need for your workout and it is, I have really been leaning on this over the last uh, six months that I've really dialed in my nutrition my training and uh, some of the, my aesthetic goals too. to be honest with you So uh, welcome to the show Danny.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's uh, your Canadian tuxedo is uh, very inviting
0: Yeah, roll right up there so we can hear you Okay, so Irvin's finally got the camera set up apologize for the last couple of shows guys I hope you made it through we had a, a real audio problem we realized that we Corrected it on this show and last show hopefully. So uh, let's get rolling. So we want to talk about first Let's talk about like we're just finishing up literally today is the last day of the shred and Tomorrow morning we'll be in this very room. We'll be scanning a hundred people or whatever It's gonna be 60 people with Ben Graham who's always here for the shred and Something I noticed I was talking Marcella is down there. She's one of our part-time trainers one of our one of our like the people's favorite I guess or the people love to hate Marcella and she's down. I think over 15 pounds she said but this time what i'm noticing in people is is it's not like as noticeable marcella's change it's like a very uh or sorry the pounds that people are losing it's very noticeable in how they look did you like tweak with the body composition or something people just the results seem more drastic without the numbers don't match the how different they look i guess is what i'm trying to say
1: um i agree with you um i do think that essentially people when they think of transformation they always think of like how many pounds they anticipate to lose when they're doing a, a shred or transformation. So um, I think that uh, when tweaking numbers, I'm always tweaking numbers. I'm always looking to make things better or more optimal. So um, yes, the the participants had more protein this time around.
0: Yeah, a few people have mentioned that to me. <laughs> and not, you know what, honestly, people hadn't complained about being hungry as much is what I've also found in my, in my team.
1: Yeah, I think that, I think that every time I do um, a program, I try to make it, I have to make it for the masses, so I have to make it as best I can for most people. Uh, Sometimes people have issues with one thing or another, whether it's their, they feel hungry or whether something doesn't agree with them and that's bound to happen no matter what. Everyone's different. Everyone has such a different um, uh, starting point before they even start the transformation. So uh, the tweaking happens. Based off of the feedback that I get, and then that's what I do going forward is to try to make it even better for all of the participants going forward. So, hopefully, everyone is happy with that part of it of the looks versus perhaps losing more weight. Um, but we will see, I guess. Once the yeah. scans happen. I mean,
0: I shouldn't say losing like I mean, fifteen pounds <laughs> in six weeks for a person Marcella's size is pretty drastic. But I think you it like she's a great case study. I have another guy on my team, Nick. Uh, Nick has got to be close to 50 years old, I think. He's a little bit older than me. Watch and, yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know he, I'm 43 and I know he's a little bit older than me, so he's got to be somewhere in that realm. And uh, his results, too, have been insane. And he says he feels the best he's ever felt. And he's down like 20 pounds. And, and Nick was not a big dude either. Like, Nick is somebody who carries probably walks around less than I do on a normal day. So for him to lose 20 pounds, I usually walk around at 185, 190. It's pretty crazy. So Marcel is a good case study. Marcella is somebody who has a huge foundation of fitness and somebody who's generally walks around probably right around her body weight right now. She was coming off of her hundred mile race. Um, you know, she's (coughs) strength training is her thing, but she's also got an incredible background for endurance. She comes off that hundred mile race, cracked her foot, had all kinds of knee problems. So she, you know, I think it was, it was a blast and she would, she had kind of started leading into this. So her ball was rolling before she jumped into the six weeks. So I think like she kind of just ran that uh, momentum in and then the six weeks just really like motorboated and speeded that thing right up. Like, is that kind of how that works with people? Like six weeks is, if people keep going beyond the six weeks is where they're really truly gonna see results. We choose six weeks because it's just very hard to keep people engaged past
1: that. Um, so I think that with Marcella or with people who are used to doing some type of tracking or used to doing some kind of, uh, diet or uh, tracking their macros or what have you certainly they are going to get off to a really good start and certainly they are going to notice a big difference right off the hop whereas if you have beginners in in the transformation which we always have a lot of beginners as well it takes them a little while so yes i would say that six weeks is a long enough time for both of those prototypes but i think that with um like you said marcella coming off of um, already like a huge amount of work, plus trying to recoup back to, I guess, her normal self from training from 100 uh, miles and eating in that way, that's a very different eating pattern than I would have in a transformation or in everyday life. Anyone would have.
0: Yeah. You helped to fuel her 100-mile race, like you helped with the fuel program, like like how, how much fuel does running 100 miles take, like that seems like intense
1: yeah for training
0: for that she ran like she was running a almost a marathon a a week at at one point that was for what i remember like it was it was crazy the the peak of her training for that before she had to ramp it down to get ready for the actual race was crazy volume wise
1: yeah i mean marcella when it comes to like your training volume and your food volume it's gonna be like just throwing things into the bucket like you're just gonna be like you're not going to worry so much about what you're doing or what you're taking in. You're just going to worry about making sure that you that your body isn't breaking down. So you have to make sure that you're taking in enough fuel to uh, allow yourself the proper recovery and energy for that training period, but then also for the hundred mile race at the end. So the 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 importance after that would be she probably spent a whole lot of time. Um, getting back to just like almost replenishing her body for a long long time after that hundred miles
0: right so now let's let's look at the the other way by the time this comes out it'll probably be a week or two post shred so people who are listening my shredders who are listening that danny's shredders and the garage gym shredders uh you'll have indulged i'm sure by now and you'll be looking to kind of get back in the swing of things so using marcel as an example maybe me an example a nick is a great example of this people who walk around who generally walk around in pretty good uh, shape so it's much easier so Marcella same thing she's able to really rip back down get back to where she she walks around you know close to where she's probably better than she would normally walk around and so am I at this point right now but like it's easier to get to where you were from like a really good shape but I think it's also easier for people who you know let's say some beginners who might have come in here with you know 40 50 pounds to shred like how it's also easier for them to go back the other way, right? Like you're, wherever you've spent the most time, your body has spent the most time, I guess, is where you're most likely to get if you, if you lose track, yeah?
1: Um, what do you mean? So you like mean-
0: if, if I've walked around 40 pounds overweight for 30 years of my life, 50 pounds overweight for 30 years of my life, six weeks of eating healthy, maybe I cut 15 pounds, 20 pounds, if you're gonna start drastic, maybe 10 pounds, which is very good. It's going to be very easy for me to regain those 10 pounds as it as it was for me to maybe lose 10 pounds you know because I usually walk around a little bit lighter than I than I was at the point where we started at the nutrition with me
1: yeah I think that most of it has to do with your habits right so a lot of times we can get lost for a really long time in um, getting caught up in a lot of things so a lot of times people who are caught up in maybe just the busyness of life they notice that they don't notice so much as how the, the weight creeps up or their habits kind of slow down because they're so busy and then all of a sudden they're like, I don't know how I gained that much weight in that amount, that amount of time. So <clears throat> whereas you, like your lifestyle revolves around the gym and you live with me so you have to eat certain foods because that's the only foods that I buy. And so I think that you for you to kind of like, kind of stay in the range most of the time is a little bit easier than maybe someone who isn't necessarily like immersed in the, um, in the healthy habits and kind of the conversation all the time and, uh, being in the gym all the time. So especially with the the beginners, when they come in, um, they're thinking, okay, like I know at some point, like I was eating healthy in my life. That's what I want to get back to. And however long that time has lapsed, um, it's hard to just all of a sudden it's not like a light switch where you're gonna flip the switch and you're gonna do all of these amazing habits all of a sudden so the chances of going from a transformation to kind of falling back into your normal habits when you don't have the accountability of us checking in on you or um, the, the thought of like okay I only have this much of a timeline um, yeah certainly that's gonna make a big difference with people who are uh, who have been kind of lost for a little while Right? It's it's certainly going to take them a lot more, take a lot more effort from them to stay on the path. Right. Instead of revert back.
0: Yes. Irvin just, just give the, like, don't hit the table, Danny. Oh, look. well. Uh, right there.
1: I'm a violent person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, so <laughs> for anybody who might have laughed at the part where Danny says, I don't have a choice, that she buys all the groceries, it's crazy to think that uh, that is the case. Because when I met Danny, she lived off cigarettes and vector. So to to see that now and then, you know, for the majority of our relationship, I was doing a lot of the groceries and a lot of the cooking. And now, uh, since we've gone to the homeschooling, I've taken. Uh, you've kind of stepped your role down a little bit as far as being here in the gym training people, and I have kind of increased my role. Uh, you've really taken over the groceries, and you've taken over the groceries for a while. But you've actually taken over the majority of our cooking, which has been like amazing for me. It's making my life very easy, but like, how's that transformation happened? Where do you Where do you think where are the the big steps for the, for you have happened? And even just your ability in the in the kitchen, it's not that you were ever a bad cook. You just didn't cook that often, and uh, now you're you do it and like, you do it well. It's been great. Where is that? Where have you learned the most? Maybe.
1: Uh, Watch. Well, don't I give you that say, look, You know, it's <laughs> fucking true. I, I don't <laughs> know why you
0: act like this isn't true. No, no, no.
1: I'm just gonna say that you have told me that my food is not always like super like it's edible. It's edible.
0: Oh, it's more than edible. It's just very like, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's.
1: I cook for survival. Yes. I don't cook for like, for like, you know, um, a, a cookbook, let's say, the or presentation
0: like. Isn't, presentation isn't, you, you know, you, you might not be getting the presentation <laughs> points, but. No. Anyways, before we get into a fight on, on, in front of Urban again, <laughs> let's, let's go with it. Uh,
1: yeah. No, I think that like, okay. So when you go from like, when I was living on my own. Um, when you're living on your own, when you're quite young and you as uh, working shift work and I mean, cooking for one is just not necessarily the easiest thing. And I think most people would say that too, is like, it's not, it's not, you're not super motivated to make f- uh, homemade this, homemade that uh, if you're in that position. So you're living on your own, so you're only cooking for one, then you're working shift work, so you're all over the map. Um, and it, to be honest, in that job, um, it wasn't necessarily always the most uh, encouraged behavior most of the the behaviors of like being a cop is like you're gonna go out drinking a lot and you're gonna eat a lot of crap and you're gonna be on the road so you're just gonna pick stuff up so it was like being 21 years old and living by yourself and and that's kind of just what you adopt so um, I think that that was the scenario at the time and um, although I was always athletic, I was always fit, that's probably something that a lot of people rely on as well is like being um, just relying on like well, I, I've played sports my whole life. like I, I'm fine. like I can run, I can jump, I can do all these things. So I think then as the time went on and as like with the gym and with with getting fitter and getting uh, stronger and getting healthier, um, and making, making it a priority for just us, Or myself anyways as you get older you think about those things and then as you become a mom you think about those things and then you want that for your family so I think that's where that that like timeline went so um, truly it just makes sense that the way that our lifestyle works is you are potentially more at the gym or you are more out of the home let's say doing whatever you're doing doing the tango one stuff doing the the garage gym stuff you have a lot more of appointments um, You have a lot more uh, hours in the gym on the floor, maybe. Um, So that
0: yeah, to just throw that caveat in on the floor, maybe. Anyways, keep going. (laughs) I'm gonna hit this fucking table. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't Um, give me a win. Has to throw in a little asterisk on it. Anyways,
1: you like to wear your fancy clothes and do meetings. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So I'm at home and I'm with the kids and uh, I'm going grocery shopping. Anyways, and most of the time, if if we have you know dinner lined up it's just easier that way so that's kind of how that became the the case as well so it's always about what's more convenient what works for your family and what uh what listen i'm not gonna say to you like i made dinner last night so tomorrow night you're making dinner regardless of what you're doing it, that's just not the way that our lives work so to me if i'm at home and i have the kids and i know that my day doesn't involve what your day involves of being outside the house, then that's kind of just the, the path I take. So I just say like, think in my head, okay, well I should get dinner ready because I know that you have this, that, and the other thing. I know that I'm going to be home anyways, teaching the kids or uh, doing some phone calls with clients or what have you, or in and out of the house. So it just kind of, it's, it's, that's the way we pick each other up. Right? Yeah.
0: No, agreed. And since the summer we have had a lot going on that's for sure so we've had like the gym open closed whatever we were at some point and you know we came back from a, a trip i'm actually leaving to head up to the cottage tomorrow with the boys is and that why
1: you're dressed like that my
0: best buddies <laughs> uh, yeah yeah this is very cottagey <laughs> um, i'm actually going to see mac after to buy a, a flannel shirt for the cottage so i can make some content it's you know fancy. anyways um we've had a lot going on we we chose uh, to keep the children home and homeschool we chose uh, not to get vaccinated which hasn't been the easiest choice as they continue to uh, lock down on uh, on us dirty people in our in our terribly healthy ways um, and we've chose uh, another thing we, t- we took on was uh, to take on the 75 hard challenge so the 75 hard challenge for those of you guys don't know it's a uh, 75 days we decided to start it in August And we'll get into that maybe a little bit so i'll just tell you the challenge so 75 days you guys heard me talk about a little bit it's uh from a guy named andy frisella it's a a cool thing it's it's it doesn't cost money it wasn't no big deal and we did uh we had to do two workouts a day 45 minutes each and one had to be outside they also couldn't be back to back which proved to be a big challenge not be able to just work out for an hour and a half straight like going for a bike ride or whatever um we had to have follow a meal plan or some type of nutrition Oh, uh, what else do we have to do? <laughs> I actually know this since we've been doing it for 74 and a half fucking days right now.
1: Drink a gallon of water. I drink a
0: gallon of water, uh, no booze, no cheap meals, and read 10 pages of a book a day. Mm-hmm. And I got them all right. Yep,
1: I think so.
0: Yeah, so today is like, right now is day 74 and a half of our 75 days and we made it. We chose, uh, which a lot of people, th- and, and hearing people with the shred and hearing people with 75 hard and all those things, we chose to do it in the summer. We chose to start it in the summer and work it right through to now, which meant that we went through August on my birthday, fantasy football, you know, uh, we've had a couple other, Thanksgiving was a big one, uh, a couple other big events. We went to a wedding together last weekend, which I said is the last time I'll ever do a wedding sober, but every, everything other than that has been pretty good yet challenging. So let's just talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about where our obstacles came and where maybe the things that we're most proud of are, are going forward. Because for me, this was, it really was it was big this is a big deal and i'm very proud of what we did together and i'm very proud of how we did it and when we did it and uh, i don't know what's going to happen going forward but i think uh, a lot of these habits i think are here now to stay so let's talk about which whichever one you want to talk about first you go ahead um take the lead
1: yeah okay well let's start with reading i guess so i love to read when when thinking of this challenge i was i was I took uh, one of the books that uh, so Andrew Frisella writes the 75 hard. There's an actual book, and it explains all of the questions and answers that you might think of while doing the challenge, and and it explains the background behind it. So uh, the whole idea behind it was for was because uh, one of our members had done it, and I knew about him doing it, and uh, I was really impressed by what he had accomplished, and I was yeah, very Sandra, proud of him.
0: He's put it all out there. You don't know, the, the disguise uh, name.
1: Well, I don't know. It's, it's your show. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So, I am I'm was very proud of Sandro, and I was very just, like, uh, I'm not a person who, who thinks, like, I don't, I'm not a person who would do, like, a 100-mile race. I, that's not my thing. I don't, um, I don't strive to do, uh, like, perhaps challenges unless they really, I think I can really get a lot out of them. I'm not just going to put some arbitrary challenge out there because I want it do a challenge so this one to me I was at I was kind of picking Saunders brain and he offered to lend me his book and so I read about it and I really liked the the idea behind all of those things because well for one a lot of the the habits that we already kind of encompass they they're already parts of those um, uh, of the challenge is already part of our daily life but in doing it every single day for seven days a week for 75 days it's a very long time and what I notice, especially is that with my body and uh, I know a lot of women talk about this is they don't notice results fast enough when they're trying to do something but but what I've noticed myself is that if you are very consistent over a long period of time that is the major player in the game so I was thinking that 75 days, although seemed long for a lot of things, I thought that it was a reasonable amount to really get far. So instead of doing like a 30-day challenge, even a six-week challenge is a really good amount of time. But I think that if you are really set on making a lot of big changes, I think that the 75 days really uh, exposed those. So, uh, okay.
0: Reading. Reading. <laughs> so you're... Well, you
1: didn't give me a chance to lead in with like, well, what where are you talk going with reading?
0: You were so, talking about reading. What was the reading,
1: reading? I love reading, but I don't.
0: I love everything you said, but I just want to bring you, bring you back to the reading. So, what was it?
1: <laughs> but, uh, reading. Were we talking about reading?
0: Reading. Okay, let's skip reading. We read 10 pages a day. <laughs> no, the... I
1: want to talk about reading. All right,
0: well, then talk about it.
1: Can you tell we haven't drank in 74 and a half days? <laughs> okay, so reading uh i love reading and i don't give myself enough time because we all think that we should be doing other things that reading doesn't reading is like a pastime or something that's like nice to do for ourselves uh but i think that it should be especially with homeschooling as well it should be more of our day so i was happy to have this in the challenge because i like doing it anyway so it gave me an excuse to have to do something I already love to do.
0: Yeah, the reading was, uh, was not a chore, let's say. I, I, there was days when it was like, oh, fuck, I still got to read I, you know, because I wasn't proactive enough. And almost everything I think we're going to talk about in this was like, as long as you're proactive, we talk about this in everything we do in the tack Life training, in the Shreds, in the 6WTs, in the gym, is like being proactive early in the morning stops you from being reactive later. Or in the afternoon whatever that might be so the days where i kind of put off reading on busy days that's where it was like more of a challenging last night reading at 11 o'clock and it was brutal we'll talk about my last day it was brutal so anyways uh but yeah the reading for me was huge and bomb look it had to be a self-development book too which i think is important for people to realize it wasn't just like storybooks.
1: what book did you how many books did you get through
0: i think i went through four books pretty crazy which ones? Ooh, i don't know what was the first one i read the code the hero code which was good i flew through that one I was reading more than 10 pages they're short pages i'm reading the, the meditations one you gave me right now i'm uh probably a quarter of the way through that and looking forward to finishing that up at The cottage uh read the other what's the other book you gave me it was the daily stoic
1: mm-hmm. what's the you oh read the naval one
0: the naval one that was amazing the naval uh how do you say that last name naval? ravikant ravikant yeah that book was unreal that one was given me to by noah who was a guest on the last podcast and I'm reading uh, the Daily Stoic right now, and I'm reading the, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Encyclopedia of uh, Muscle Building or Muscle Training, which honestly, that one's just been kind of fun for me to read and learn and pick up a couple extra little tips. Some of it outdated, some of it very still uh, plays into part. So that's been a good little thing, and, and the best part about this challenge has been our kids joining onto the Reading Challenge. So both of our boys took on the Reading Challenge for 75 days with us, and they're both very proud to be completing it today and uh, our oldest has been helping our youngest read and our youngest reading has come so a long way and our our oldest is like 10 pages is like nothing at this point he's reading 20 pages he's got it done before we even ask it's been it's that part's been outstanding so water water a lot of people find this one of our it's probably our biggest complaint we get on challenges as it is we always give the water challenge to our people in our shreds and our 6wt uh, honestly i didn't find this one to be terrible again proactive was the key what, what was your thoughts on water other than the peeing in the middle of the night that was brutal
1: yeah uh water wasn't my easiest i also feel like the with water you and i both drank the same amount right i think i the was same size. i
0: think i was winning on that one because so, i feel like you give me more water if that was a normal day like a normal no situation.
1: i feel like i feel like i would have less oh. so that's that's what The problem with having too much water sometimes is that we can feel dehydrated because we're kind of depleting ourselves all day if if we're not if it's not necessary so i do i do feel like in the summertime when we had some pretty intense workouts or if it was a hot day then yes there would be times and and in the challenge it couldn't be you can't count your coffee towards your water you can't count your uh eaa's towards your water or anything like that so um drinking that much water and then something else, other things on top of that. And if it's not a super hot day, I did find myself struggling with that. Um, And just in the sense of like, I felt like I didn't need it. Um, I didn't need that much. One gallon is a lot. And I feel like I just didn't need that much. So, Yeah,
0: for me, the water wasn't terrible. Some days it was. And yeah, like we keep saying, the proactiveness. Um, You do start to like really like look forward to drinks that aren't water. So like, and you can't really have any drinks. So the like the HQ EAAs were amazing. Go to their website, Tangle 15. If you want to grab some, I love the lollipop. Is like one of my favorites. If you want to try that, the Sour Patch Kid one is actually delicious too. Or yeah, Sour Patch Kids. What's it called? Mm, no, it's one of those kids. Fuzzy Peach. Yeah peaches and sour patch kids is two things i cannot fucking wait to have this weekend maybe with the boys but uh yeah
1: Ooh, live it up
0: yeah live it up a little bit so let's uh let's move it on so now we're talking about uh the workouts so the workouts were they it's something that we do naturally you and i it's i didn't think they would be as hard as they were and they weren't hard physically so we should kind of mention to people if you if you choose to do this like you need to be smart we weren't out there killing it every single day Uh, Danny in particular with her, uh, you know, her neck issues that we've talked about lots on this show, but even uh, me with some pretty serious fitness goals, I realized real quick that I needed to switch things up and I needed to make sure I was getting in and rest even long walks, 45 minute walks without a vest on, I was doing a lot of my walks weighted the 45 minutes without a vest on, on some days were getting to me, like not getting to me mentally or getting to me, they were just like, I was sore and I was tired and uh, that was that was a challenge. This was 75 days of two workouts a day at different times of the day was definitely, definitely fatiguing and really played into the fuel part, which I leaned into you a lot to be increasing my carbs or adjusting my proteins as we went along. How about you, what was your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, for sure, especially, so I feel like if you were a single person and depending on what your schedule looked like, I think that doing the 45 minute Uh, exercises in two periods so you're supposed to have a gap between the two like like a couple hours at least so I do find that like (laughs) some days when I was at home with the kids and I know they're in my they're in tow all wherever I go there's I am super limited to what I could do however that makes you think outside the box so if you are doing something outside we were able to get the kids outside even more so than we would normally get them outside which is great uh, which made it more enjoyable for us which then led to more family time which or or just like mom and boy time or whatever. Um, but I did find that uh, if you did procrastinate and you didn't particularly think ahead of time then we were doing wor- workouts late at night or else I was waiting for Tony to get home and uh, so that I could go for a walk on my own right because I'm not gonna bring the kids on a 45 minute walk they would be... Yeah. super enthused about that so um but yes i do think also that taking into consideration like tony said about like or like you said about um making sure that you aren't going a 10 out of 10 on every single workout because you know you're going to be doing two a day for that long period of time i think that you have to be smart about it you could you could try to murder every single part of this challenge and you could really get yourself in under your under the water yeah
0: i think uh the pros for the two workouts a day far away the cons though that so if i make that seem really difficult for people and it, it's just like it took me about three or four weeks to really get a system down where i was like all right listen i'm gonna lift my heavy weights because i didn't want to give up i didn't want to give up my lifting that was kind of the 75 days i didn't want to lose that part of it and lose a lot of strength over 75 days <laughs> and uh because that was long enough to, to lose And so that part for me took a little bit of figuring out the the cool part is like one, not having to go twice a day would be great. Like I want to keep the walking and I loved walking. I particularly loved rucking. You guys heard Mike Leister on the podcast a few uh, weeks ago and the benefits of rucking are just amazing. And just the walking around, just being outside and away from everybody for a bit or being outside and having the kids like ride ahead of us. You and I walking together. There was like a lot of great moments that came from that. A lot of discussion between you and I, like really good talks. Just you know, getting hanging out. You know, like kind of like spending more time the time we probably should spend together, and a lot of time more time spending time by yourself, which is also very important. I think people don't do so those kind of things. But in the last like man, in 75 days, I've done spin. I've tried the Peloton thing. You know, I've lifted a ton of weights. Obviously. I've uh, attended a lot of the garage and conditioning classes, which I don't usually do. I've done the UFC, or not UFC, I've done, uh, MMA fighting, right? I've, I've, we've been, uh, yoga at, at uh, Katera's. Like we've just done so many different things. The walking, running, biking, uh, the, the mountain biking. Like we've done a million things in particular. I've done a lot of these things and it's been like, it's been really refreshing. I just feel excited about fitness again. I feel excited. Uh, like a lot of these things like the fighting, maybe putting it on for the last three weeks and going three times a week, while I was lifting might have put me to the edge last night but uh, that's kind of where it's at and that part's been awesome and I kind of and it's introduced the kids to a lot of these things too like the yeah. boys are constantly trying to tap each other out in the backyard now which is but under in a controlled aggression kind of way
1: no I think that that's important to note too is that it's I love the going for walks I don't do that because I'm usually I usually have the kids with me so it's not an ideal uh, situation to take two little ones on 45 minute walks but I loved going and having my own time to do that. And I loved going with just you and I sometimes um, if my, if the kids were, you know, um, either at their their grandparents' house or something like that. That was awesome to have time either on my own to just kind of decompress or th- listen to a podcast or listen to music just being outside, which was great. And I think that also parlayed into the fact that we, we chose a time during the year that would have yes hot days yes rainy days but like not in the dead of winter that would i that would be interesting to do a 75 challenge in a different time of year because Came i on. think we picked a pretty good time truly
0: um yes
1: for it not being like hot as fuck for
0: this or for this part f- of this challenge i agree like the the having to work out outside uh, this is i can't imagine a better time of year perhaps this spring but you're i mean you're crapshoot then It was a crapshoot now but we just got we also got very fucking lucky in terms of weather yeah we
1: only had a couple days where you and i were like walking into the sleep
0: pouring rain (laughs) days right like in the winter this would definitely be a different thing but uh, like when you look at the whole challenge in its totality to pick the right time of year never really seems to work because so that part was in our favor and but probably our strength too like uh, our strength isn't working else we we picked our favorable conditions for our Probably our easiest task and then the harder task that we're getting to next is the alcohol so and I think we picked them probably the worst time for alcohol but I don't know like everybody there's always a bad time if you're gonna try to quit drinking in terms of like I have this and I have this I have this but summertime for us hanging out with the neighbors by the pool even though it's not like uh, getting shit-faced out there by the pool every day it's, it's having a beer it's having three beers having a drink having a glass of wine at the wedding uh, you know celebrating your birthdays and football season stuff like that was that was definitely not the most uh, optimal timing i guess for us to quit drinking but maybe the best time to do it because we wanted i saw that as my greatest weakness i i still do and i don't know what i'm going to do going forward i have some good some real good decisions that i have to make and to see how this goes I'm, i think i'm gonna give myself 30 days and if i feel like i cannot keep this thing under control and to the point where it's like i'm having a, a drink because i'm enjoying it rather than i'm having 20 drinks and ruining my uh, next three days And I think it's going to be time for me to call it quits in general. But for me, that part was I wanted to do it when it was going to be the worst. And I think we did. Well, I'm proud of you for
1: doing it in the worst time. And (laughs) I'm proud of you for I knew that that would be certainly. And I think that everyone going into it has has their own um, thoughts of what would be most difficult for them. And I don't think you can assume that that's going to be hard for everyone. Right. So, like, right,
0: right. Like, I don't think quit not drinking for 75 days is that hard for some people,
1: right? But, right, but,
0: but the world of you
1: that's a long time. That's 75 days, a very long time. Have you ever gone 75 days without drinking before?
0: 7.5 days. Is that what you said? (laughs) Because, yes, I've done that, but no, I I have not. And uh, a lot of people's first question to us, you know, with the the popularity of the weed stores and all these things, like, what we guys do with drugs, like, no, (laughs) like, we would, like, I don't think the idea of this challenge. It's not outlined in the book, and you guys who want to be the rules and the what-if people can do it all you want. But it's not outlined in the book. But the idea is not to like start being intoxicated. I would say like I think if Priscilla was to rewrite that book, he'd probably say like don't be intoxicated for seventy-five days.
1: I think you, you have know? to like when you're writing a book or, or a under challenge.
0: influence of a substance, maybe because yeah. intoxicated is different. We know that from the law, right?
1: Yeah. No, I think that like if you're gonna if for him particularly, you have to pick and choose what you're gonna what you're gonna pick. And I think that that also if you're going to participate in a challenge or if you're going to people that know that if they've ever quit something so most of the time you um if you've ever quit drinking and you're you've gone to like like let's say um a a very major difference in the scale of like drinking to the point where you need to quit and then you quit sometimes it's replaced with another vice let's say so that could be sugar that could be smoking that could be all those things right so i think that what they're what in the true spirit of this challenge, although the rule says no alcohol or cheat meals, like that whole scenario, like would you feel like you were truly doing the 75 day challenge if you decided that you weren't going to drink alcohol anymore, but that you were just going to, you know, uh, you smoke weed every everyday. single night and like be just as intoxicated in a different sense. It's That's up to you. Right. So I think that, I think that with that particular Thing I think he chose for the masses, and the masses drink alcohol in some capacity right. most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree for sure. So then the alcohol for me kind of took care of a lot of the other things. Like cutting out the alcohol, maybe uh, definitely able to you know hit my workouts a little bit better and more accurately, stay on time on track with like getting all these tasks done, and for and then the food. So that would kind of lead into the food not drinking really made it easier not to have the cheat meals. We do not preach here, uh, not having cheat meals or not like a a nutrition break, if you fucking PC people wanna call it, whatever that is. But we don't preach that. We say, you know, 80 to 90% lifestyle, 80, 90, or twenty ten, whatever it is for like, you know, good choices to bad choices. But the food, dialing it in, that was a bigger challenge than I thought. Like opening the cabinets, and we don't have a lot of junk food in there, but even just looking and reaching in and grabbing like a lot of like, I don't know, chocolate chips or like uh, making the kids, uh, you know, making the kids a grilled cheese the other day, uh, ham and cheese. And I wanted to grab like a piece of cheese and just stuff it in my mouth so bad, right? Like that's kind of like the little shit that that's what I'm really not good at. I don't really care about going to a party and, and eating a bunch of nachos and having some pizza. And then getting back on track tomorrow, I'm really good at that, I think. But my problems have always been like the in-between meals, grabbing just a little bit of this, a little bit of this, over and over and over through the course of the day. And crazy, we uh, know you're talking with women, it maybe doesn't show as fast, but the bloating. And I'm not, I don't know if you saw me with a shirt off. You have seen me with a shirt off. But everybody who listens to you's probably see me with a shirt off a lot. The difference is crazy. Like from, and I walk around pretty, what I think is pretty like lean looking, but the, how much the bloating. It's nuts. It's it's crazy what happens to your body, in without that little that sugar and a lot of extra shit.
1: Yeah, I think with, I think that <clears throat> with no alcohol, and no crappy food or food that's off yeah, of whatever right. meal plan that you're gonna go by, I suppose, um, that's gonna definitely make you, your body go revert back to like what it should look like. And we were talking the other day about um, what what your body looks like before you start drinking and think of like what your natural body would look like before you started in you know your teens or in your 20s and then noticing your shifts between the types of food that you're eating and the drinks that you're having and then that's where that I think most of the time leads to the way that our bodies end up looking because we're consuming all of these other things that are not good for our bodies and causing inflammation.
0: Yeah, so many people too they talk about it, like I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time that, that is the biggest crock of fucking shit. We've just like proven it. we're pretty busy people I know i'm not the busiest of, of everybody on here But you know what a lot of you choose to be busy too and that's a whole other fucking topic like you're so proud Good, good job. Good job for being so busy at nighttime driving around all, the, all over the place to do all these things Okay, great job. But for us the meal prepping and the actual following this meal plan that's a two-day meal plan Saves me such a copious amount of time. It's insane Like there was I spent more time like with all these extra tasks two workouts a day meal plans I found myself just sitting so many times. I was like, oh What do I, what do I want to do right now because I have all this time because I'm we weren't spending a lot of time like meal, And we did say that you were doing like, a lot of cooking But we had to do a lot of cooking between us like batch cooking and then you know feeding the kids and stuff It was it just seemed like we had so much more time than we normally do even though we were doing so much more So i think there's a lot to be said for that and like if you're somebody who's looking for a meal plan or like just nutrition like danny's the one to go to i can tell you like it worked for me and three times during this you know it always was like okay i'm exhausted now why am i so tired why am i so sore food it comes down to food a lot of those times and it was like hey can you take a look at this i'm feeling like i don't have enough energy she'd switch things around just a little bit and boom i'm back on track and feeling great it's pretty crazy how that's like the first place you should look I guess for answers
1: yeah I think that I think in my in my experience with this challenge I didn't find myself having more time because I was well be, just because of being at home and trying to work and teach the kids and cook and do all of those things but I do think that I noticed that my uh, so I'm a terribly disorganized person um, I definitely find myself having to write a lot of things down to keep myself organized. Um, and I found that I got better organized because I had to. So for me, I didn't find that I had more time. I just found that I maybe, uh, organized my time a little bit better than I had previous, uh, so that I knew that I could have enough food ready for you, ready for myself, ready for the kids. And that if I need to go to the grocery store, I had to have time to do that. So I think that, Um, that was my case and then I do think that with um, what you're talking about about the the first place to look is the nutrition so that you can um, feel better and look better Uh, that's certainly always the case because if you are omitting the things that you shouldn't be eating anyways if you're eating so for me with the with food I wasn't on a meal plan Um, I was doing I'm kinda trying to work around some better hormone uh, uh, scenarios for myself so For me it wasn't about being super strict with like you have to eat this 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 and this for me it was more so like i'm avoiding this 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 and this so i'm eating as i normally would but i am avoiding certain things for instance uh dairy uh for instance um uh supplements like whey protein so that that created its own challenge in itself but i think that um I noticed big differences in my energy and in my uh, my mood and in my hormones um, right away because I was flipping the switch with the choices I was making as well. So where you were making choices on maybe your quantities that were making you feel better for me, it was the types of choices. The what?
0: Yeah, the what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So I think uh, you know we've kind of beaten that challenge to death, but the the biggest thing it's sort of takeaways for me, and I, I really, and I think this is a lesson that can be learned for anybody who's listening, who, you know, the people who who are just doing everything for everybody all the time, those people that I just gave the award to for being so busy, is that Danny and I, by focusing, and it wasn't focusing on each other, it was focusing on ourselves individually as this challenge. What happened was one business for the Tangle One Solutions, like it tripled. It's insane. Like the business that will tech life stuff, the mentorship programs, the opportunities that have come from this uh, going into, you know, now helping some businesses and doing some speech, some talks there, some you keynote speaking things that have come up have like literally tripled in 75 days. Our relationship, it feels better. Like we, we are communicating better than we ever have. Um, our, our house is cleaner. You know, like my office is more, oriented. it like, all these like great things that we did for ourselves transcended. And you know what our kids are happier. Our kids are the best they've ever been behaved. They like not that they're ever bad, but they, their improvement as their like behavior is actually even skyrocketed. They seem smarter, more fulfilled and we're giving them better attention. Like doing all this stuff for me and you doing it for you has transcended just so massively. And so like if you're worried about you don't have enough time and you got to do all this for, do it for you. And everybody else benefits it's just crazy and that I think would you agree is that how you feel like I your fuel program has seemed to taken off like the garage gym has filled up like everything seems to be working out very well because we're we're cleaning our own doorsteps I guess
1: yeah I think that by by realizing your um, priorities right so a lot of times you can get lost with like okay so let's say you decide that you're gonna have a whole bunch of drinks then that kind of lingers for a few days you don't feel so good you don't feel super motivated you don't feel super organized you put things on the back burner that's one thing if you're eating like crap then you also feel those those uh, things lagging so you uh, your body doesn't feel good that doesn't necessarily motivate you to do more and to change what you're eating usually you end up going to convenience foods usually you end up maybe making choices you wouldn't normally make. So that's one thing that ends up being kind of parlays into your lo- your daily life. So I think that be- becoming more clear, becoming more um, fueled, becoming uh, more aware of other things that really make you better will then translate into making the other people around you better. So the boys, our focused time with them it's that's what makes them love being a part of our family and not want to uh, n- maybe like
0: hide in the screen
1: yeah act up or do things or they want to be with us all the time because we are giving them directed attention because we are giving ourselves direct attention right? Yeah.
0: They go hand in hand, they're, they're handcuffed together those things and I hope this wasn't about the 75 hard, this podcast. This is about choosing some habits for yourself, being a little bit less, being a little bit more selfish and a little less selfless and how that can really transcend to everything. And you know, going, you know, it doesn't have to be 75 hard with six different things. Pick one or two habits and go fucking all in on them and let them, let's see how that plays out and how that can improve your life. And maybe you'll learn something along the way and it gets kind of addictive. It's like you you like, yeah, I want to keep doing a lot of these things. Um, tonight I leave, so in like eight hours, basically, our challenge is over, it feels like. At four o'clock, I leave today for a cottage up north, and we'll, we'll probably arrive just after midnight, which means that I will probably have one cocktail with my buddies before we crash out after our yeah, nine hour drive. Well, it's a night one, but I'm sure it's <laughs> some more. Now, What is going to be the first? I mean, I'm going with a Manhattan. 100% I'm going with the Manhattan tonight. What's your uh, what's be <laughs> have your you been thinking about this for yeah, I a
1: while.
0: what's your first drink that you're gonna have or or, or meal or anything what's your first uh, break of the 75 hard rules that you're gonna do mm. not work out twice tomorrow maybe
1: yeah I don't think it'll have to do with maybe necessarily food or drink I think that for me um, I notice just and this is because it's so personal I think that everyone has their own thing I think that maybe having like a, a few days of just being gentle, and going for walks is great, and maybe taking a longer walk, but maybe not doing the split workouts. Um, maybe maybe taking a little bit of a, a couple of days of like not two workouts. Um, but I like the way that I feel because I'm um, because of all those other things. So I don't plan to really do a whole lot, especially especially when you're gone. Like I, there's there's not really going to be uh, like any major times where we're going to sit down and have a bottle of wine or anything like that. So. And I probably won't be sitting down sipping a tequila by myself. So, uh, that's what my you first. You really have changed. <laughs> that's what my first thing. <laughs>
0: I'll tell be. you, if you and the kids were gone away, that's the fucking first thing. And I would that's do why we're so different, babe. Yes, yes. <laughs> On that note, difference is key. <laughs> Keeps <laughs> us going. You know, you've heard us fight, but this is about the extent of our fights. This is about as loud as, as mean as they get for the most part so anyways thanks for coming in on us with us today Danny and thank you everybody who's listening for your non-stop support of uh, Danny and I the garage gym tangle one solutions everything that you do Uh, remember every show is sponsored also by 10,000 clothing company Danny can attest for this this is the best sports uh, performance gear for men around if you guys want to go you can hit them up tangle 15 and thank you to Irvin Ivy Marketing for suiting this out and for uh, sorting out our audio issues, we hope, (laughs) we hope, because this is a good episode. Thanks for coming on, babe. Thank you. All right, cheers. Now's the time to do more and be more.